Two consecutive weeks of the Quizzo. She went with the Stevie Wonder version. Now that's uh, great. A little montage. Had a couple oh, different. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple different birthday stuff. I just had a birthday. Somebody celebrating a birthday on Tuesday. First time ever I went with the Stevie Wonder birthday. I think that's the best the... one. I don't well, know. Yeah, I there's mean, something about that driving uh, Beatles. Yeah. Well, that's what it started with, but I didn't even get any words. So. Yeah, but that's a great like. Katy you know, Perry birthday song, birthday. you know. I didn't do birthday sex, so I left that out of there. That's good. Did uh, Shorty, it's your birthday, make the cut? 
Yeah, we did that last week though with fifty or oh, two weeks right, ago. Oh, right, the fifty. Yeah, yeah fifty cents. Gotcha. <laughs> that gotcha. was kind of the prep for hey, it's coming. You know what I mean? That's like our little preview within a preview. Welcome to episode number fifty-two of the Quiz Trivia did it, Podcast, everybody. We did we showed something up fifty-two times. And didn't miss a single beat for, for you. you. Yeah, it's, and uh, today I'm in jeans. I mean, I could actually be on TV. Usually, I do this in my sweatpants. <laughs> but, uh, we actually. <laughs> Had a meeting first yes, uh, this time. The, so. the rare pre-Quizzo Trivia <laughs> podcast meeting where we got and we're to, all dressed up. We got to uh, take uh, our first arriving player. I guess he'd be the first. They've guy. arrived, man! What a guy! Whew. I mean, what a, guy. what a guy! You're talking about one of the uh, just great characters that played in the NASL last year for Indy Eleven, who is just a beast of a man when it comes to on the pitch activities. We can just sum him up by that one part where he was saying, uh, in, "In America." I see these guys, they lose the game, and then they're in the locker room taking selfies. Like, I lose, I cry. I don't lose at practice. And I was like, yeah, yes. get that yes. guy on my back line. No manja. Literally, the name Vuko is just, I mean, you know, how do you not it. write Vuko chance? How hard is it to be a fan of Vuko? Oh, man. Yeah, not to mention that guy as a defender likes to get forward and score, and He's a free kick specialist, so he can bend it like Beckham and do those incredible dipping balls that you see. Like, you know, every team has one guy that can do that. Usually, most teams don't have more than one guy. We got two. Yeah, well, and you know, for people who want to check it out, you go to AtlanticCityFC.com. Yeah, go to, go to his our player menu, page. Go to pay, player page, and you can check. You'll see out, highlights so. of Vuko, USL Defender of the Year in 2014, former MLS player with the Columbus Crew, 14-year international for Montenegro. Let him get better. Now he's that. in Atlantic City. <laughs> now he's in Atlantic City having lunch with the likes of us. <laughs> and I think, like, what was it, episode six? Because like, we've tracked this whole team through this podcast. You know, we yeah, mentioned it, was, it, it was, like it, fleetingly it was early like the on. Week after, or two weeks after we started the podcast, that you uh, like just let it fly. Oh, by the way, we're doing this crazy thing, and now here is a guy who is a defender of the year in, in a, a professional in a professional soccer, soccer league. league. He just had lunch with. Him. <laughs> He's like, hey, I like. I'm it. playing tennis with him tomorrow. <laughs> trying to ex explain the good parts. How of the bad am I going to lose it? Can I take a game? I mean, there's no chance. Yeah, I mean, that guy's like a professional was there athlete. Any way six, what six? Novak two, six, wasn't three. his favorite player, right? It's funny how he started with besides Novak. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's obviously if you're from that area. So, like, what am I getting myself into? Yeah, we and we asked a Montenegro question not too long ago on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. The Black Mountains. The Black Mountains. I do yeah, remember. Absolutely. I got it's it wrong. A, and then it's a beautiful place. You got to go. I took uh, on great shame. Go to, <laughs> I cry. Great shame. I don't take you. a selfie after I get one wrong. Let me tell you, <laughs> tell you what, people. <laughs> I cry. All right. Well, uh, you want to throw the first one at me, and uh, then I'll I'll fire away. I, I had a. Uh, a question that's in that general neck of the woods uh, to throw out there. All right. Well, let's see. Where will we start this off with? Okay. What is the worst form of entertainment in your opinion? Like what you see this coming and you're just like going to cross the street. It is just my absolute least favorite type of entertainment there is. God, I could offend so many people right now. <laughs> Which way to go? Which way to go? I don't know what you're thinking about. Well, I'm just I mean, worried just that, like, like, you know, my favorite actress or something's out there and no, she no. hears the answer to this and uh, will right, be so like... So if, if we say, like, for maybe sports is our favorite form of entertainment, right. maybe music is next, maybe movies right, is next, right. and it goes all the way down to... to like, opera and, uh, like, musicals. Even worse. I mean, what is the absolute bottom of the barrel M entertainment? Miming? Yes! You're coming! <laughs> You got it. 
Is there anything worse than a mime? There's nothing worse. Than, nothing and worse, I don't right? care about offending mimes at all, so that's why I went there. I so can't you're telling you me got miming? It. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I was going with. <laughs> I, the mime you're like, cross is... the street, yeah. <laughs> the mime I mean, is I, there? There's I'm a out. dude in New Orleans whose entire routine is to sit on the corner of a famous art museum right off of Bourbon Street dressed like Darth Vader but wearing Saints version of Darth Vader okay. and dancing to a laser light show to Michael Jackson song. I think I've seen that guy. Yeah, we just saw that yeah, guy. Yeah, I see that but guy. But you could google him. He he's famous. He's famous? Yeah. I'd rather watch he's him. He's better than a mime. I'd rather long, watch him. By a, by a long, long shot. So, here's the question. Okay? Who is the creator of modern miming? Um he had a he had a Charlie uh, Chaplin? He had a character uh, Bip, Bip the clown, and he's considered the father or the creator of modern mime. Red. Uh, now you know this name, Skelton. You know this name, but I don't know if you ever associated with miming or not. And since you don't know Bip as a character, <laughs> I'm gonna say since your Bip. I'm gonna say this one. I, I dug a little too deep on. Uh, his name is Marcel. Nope, Marceau. Oh, I've heard the name. You've heard the name, right? Yeah, Marcel Marceau. So I come across the name Marcel Marceau. Oh, yeah. Oh, this sounds fantastic. Oh, what does this guy do? He's Bip the Clown. <laughs> Marcel Marceau. He is the guy the we, have the, we have the blame for miming. I did the miming on the Como, and now I will do a very bad French accent. If I get to convince one person out there to not take up miming, then I've done my job for the week. Is that even possible? Can you imagine your child coming home to you to tell you they are going to be a mime? Uh, There's nothing worse. <laughs> I mean, my kid comes home, you know, dad, Come home, going to the uh, army. Join the circus. Right. At least there's a chance you don't end up being the mime. Right. I'm going to be the bearded lady. That's great, honey. <laughs> Anything. I'm going to be the, the mime. The mime. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, this is interesting. Uh, what is the largest single-site employer in the United States with more than 66,000 employees in one location. I, I, I know this one. It's got to be Disney World. Disney World. Except they don't call them employees. You know what they call them? Uh, Mouseketeers? Nope. Uh, Mouseketeers are on the show. No, I know. They're, I, I, they have a fancy name. They have it. a fancy name. It's like it's just like this, No, nobody but this behind these, you know. You know team members? The, they're not team members. <laughs> God, I know. I should know this. This is great Disney trivia. It's close, I, though. I just saw it. It's close. You're, uh, you're, you're on the right track. but Nah, I'm not going to get it. If if the whole thing is a performance. Cast members? Yes. <laughs> they call themselves <laughs> cast members. No cast members beyond this point. This is all fake, and we're all living the lie. <laughs> but while you're here, you're just going to forget about all that stuff that exists out there and just be in here. I got a great story. I want to see The Walking Dead end up a... back in Disney. Don't you want to see Zombie Disney? Isn't wait? What, what do you mean you... back in Disney? Like... like they make it to Orlando, they have to flee, and they go to Orlando, Florida, and they go to Disney. That's the plan. So, so you think that that's how the show might end? I don't know, but I just want to <laughs> see Zombie Disney. I think you could do a lot with that. Yeah. Yeah, but Disney <laughs> won't sign off on that. Oh, of course yeah. not. And that's but, a wait, maybe... that's an AMC show. But you know what? Zombie Universal. Who owns AMC? I don't, I don't know. know. Is that its own Zombie thing? Universal Studios. What about uh, Zombie uh, uh, Arabian Nights? <laughs> so they, you know, wasn't there a Jesus Land built in Orlando that we talked about? Oh, I don't point? remember yeah, that. Yeah, there's like a religious like thing where you could relive what it was like to live like Jesus two thousand years ago in Orlando. In huh? Orlando, yeah, a whole theme park. Dude, I, I went to Orlando recently. I was there for four days. I put my head down. I did my 
what I had to do when I got the heck out of there. With, I just hope with my, my sanity. I hope my phone battery can last. Oh, while you're standing in line? <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, really saving grace. Like, the days before a cell phone were so brutal for that type of well, thing. Well, that's what uh, Bill Simmons said to say. He said, going to Disneyland with my kid now is just great with a <laughs> cell phone because no, you know, no you're in Bring a Unfor- second one. Unfortunately, I get dirty looks from my wife. Yep, so it is Disney. All right, you got one uh, to fire back at me? We might have to give you a little abbreviated birthday thing so that I, I don't have a kid that doesn't uh, get picked up off the school bus today. Per, All right. Per our meeting. Uh, see if you stuff. know this one here. What given name describes winds of 39 to 63 miles per hour on the Buford scale? Gale force winds. Gale. Gale force winds, yes. It's funny because I wanted to say what lady's name, but Gale for a lady is G-A-I-L. Right, this is G-A-Y-L-E, right? No, it's G-A-L-E. Oh, G-A-L-E, okay. Which is like Gale Sayers. Yeah, Yeah, so it's funny. So it's it's really not the... Yeah, somebody named Gale offended a person we know at one point in time so deeply that this like manifested itself one time so do you remember in the days of pre your ways you're having a phone okay there was like a garmin gps yeah i remember garmin right so garmin gps and the (laughs) how's that stock doing uh, I can't imagine it wasn't immediately. <laughs> They're like trying to climb right. onto anything they can to keep themselves in business. Right. right. There's no question. No question. So uh, they so Garmin GPS, we have it, and we're trying to find our way through uh, Vermont to get to a concert. Remember in the Northeast Kingdom Music Festival. And I'm not remembering this, but uh, you were not I'll go part of this trip. But I was with the two other engineers. Wait, Northeast Kingdom. You made it to there, but you met us. Oh, you went early. I went early. Right. Okay. I was. So doing, I don't remember this. I was doing a different. Vermont thing with these two engineers, this okay. guy, this guy and his buddy who were basically recording the shows, right? right. And I was dry, I was like in Vermont for like a month, right? I remember just like wandering around. So we're using this Garmin GPS thing, and I was like, the reason why this we're striking out with this thing is it doesn't have a name, and uh, <clears throat> it was guiding us to literally to people's farms. It was like, oh, here's a road here to get where you're going, and you would end up like in this dude's farm. And yeah, no they hadn't road. mapped it out yet. Yeah, it, it was just like it it was a disaster. Yeah. So uh, somebody like makes a joke later on. It's like, oh, you should change that thing's name to like whatever the worst female name you could think of, you know, and, and said B-word or whatever. And the guy, this other guy, straight face, who barely ever spoke, just turns to me and he goes, name it Gail. Its name should be Gail. Oh, poor guy. Like, I was like. He was not done right by whoa, a Gale. What happened to you? I didn't ask him a single question about who Gale was because I was scared. His look was so dead serious that I was just like, I will never mention that again. But that Garmin was named Gale once he got out of that. So it was always Gale from that point forward. From that point forward, right. So Gale Force wins. Dude's not over Gale, that's for sure. Selling more than double its nearest competitor, what is the best-selling brand of vodka in the world? Stoli? Incorrect. Ah, Smirnoff. Smirnoff. Yakov Smirnoff brand vodka. There's an even mm. an even worse Russian. I'm not much of a vodka drinker. I mean, I guess. It's made I'm from not much potatoes. of a, I don't really drink. Uh, it's amazing. I drink much of the hard stuff, but uh, I feel like Stoli is the better of the. There's no question. Okay, so that yeah, is but, definitely better. So Smirnoff it, is not a high quality. Not necessarily, but it does the job. <laughs> I just don't know anybody that drinks Smirnoff. Yeah, Sky tends to be a popular one around here. Uh, there's other Sky ones, has so. got a lot of value, I think. Tito's. And if you're mixing it, Tito's. Sky will work. Yeah, I've seen, it seems like Tito's just took Everywhere. off. Yep, absolutely. So 
I like the Shout Belvedere to... and the Grey Goose when I'm up against yeah, it. Yeah, Grey Goose is good. All right. Uh, one more in sports, or you want to just go to sports? Just... I got a 50-50 for you. All right. Quick more enough. or less than 500 Jupiters can fit in the sun. More or less than 500 Jupiters can fit in the sun. More. Not even close. 985 Jupiters nice. can fit in the sun. I was like, I, I could be way off. It could be two I and a half. came across this. Hydrogen makes up 99 point something percent of all the matter in our solar system. Okay. So I was like, jeez. So, I mean, so the sun, yeah. So anyway, the sun is 99% of all the matter. It's over 99% of all the matter in. Yo, man, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's uh, you ever it's hear, big. I, I forgot the line, the exact line, but in the Blues Traveler song, um, Optimistic Thought, there's a line in there about just, you know, uh, uh, we're just on a planet uh, be, being like a little marble yes. <laughs> floating through, yeah. you know, this vast. It is, it is crazy it's when you think about it. just unbelievable. Sometimes if you ever, like, are getting stressed out about something stupid, you just have to, like, sit back and be like, wow, I am a small rock hurling through space, and I'm worried about this not getting my taxes right. I should be worried <laughs> yeah, constantly like, about the yeah, sun like, stopping. Yeah. Like, this little nonsense is driving me crazy, and I am... Whew. All right, I'm going to ask you a soccer question since we're in the soccer world. It's one I think you're going to get. I thought, didn't I get one right in soccer and we agreed that you were never going to put me on the spot again? No, I think you're going to get this one. Ones? I think if you, you're the litmus test because if you can get this, then anybody can get this. Okay? <laughs> well, hopefully I'm not the litmus test for long. No, it's good. It's good. Which women's soccer star scored more international goals in her career than any other male or female in the history of the sport? Is she married to Nomar? She is. Okay, her name is Mia Hamm. Mia Hamm. So there you go. I figured I would give you. <laughs> All right, thanks. You see? Come on. Yep. That's good. Yeah, you allowed one. You allowed one to me. Well, it's a, but it's you want to know what makes Mia Hamm Mia Hamm. There's your statistic. Right. She's not just a pretty face. No. She she's, actually she, she actually is the best. She's like the messy of She certainly soccer. didn't marry a guy with a pretty face. Nah, but he's gritty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Love no you gotta, more. You got to love him. Except I, for like if I was, like, you know how he takes his gloves off? and does, Like 150 yeah, times? Yeah, imagine playing golf with that guy. That's annoying. <laughs> but I do remember that they used to have that mechanism in the video game that I loved. Like when he would step out of the box in the video game. And then he would game, do that would thing do that with his thing gloves. With I love that. 50 times. So, yeah. I, I used to trade for him just to have that. So, all right. Uh, I got a, a sports one. All right. Since, uh, boy, we're talking, uh, we were talking, you were talking soccer. I moved it to baseball. Uh, is there two better words in the English language? Opening, opening day. day. I'll tell you what. thing in the whole world. I, you know, the Mets and the Brewers don't have a ton of competitive history against each other, but. Everything I'm reading, it looks like they might be fighting it out for the wild cards this year. Oh, yeah. I mean. Because clearly the Cubs have a great team and the Nationals have a great team. But, uh, you know, a couple games during early on in the season is hard to tell for any team. So, you know, we'll see what happens in the weeks ahead. But uh, it's yeah. uh, the, the early start in the first couple of games. You never know. And this, so. this, it was never like this growing up as a baseball fan. But now it just seems like health is such huge. a huge component. I mean, it's huge. used to. You used to have the same, you know, nine guys out there, the same five starting pitchers make it through a season, and now I just feel like every year. Yeah, because who's we got hurt? rid of the roids. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about That's growing up, to... like, before the roids. Nah, man, that was like, heal you right up. That was before people knew about the roids. Right. I still had them. Trust the, me. The recovery. Right, the recovery. All right, so I want you to tell me, and I'm going to give the first names to the, uh, you know, the contestants playing, but I'll just see if you know this off the top of your head, and then I'll give you the names. Who was the first 
of who are the first three-generation family in Major League Baseball. What was the first three-generation family in Major League Baseball? And let me know if you want the first names. Boone? Yeah, Boone. You got it without the names. That's why I, I thought you'd have a shot at it. Ray, Bob, and then Brett. Yeah, the, the only one that I the was Boone questioning family. Because it's opening day, or around the week of opening day, if there's an aloof floating around right. now. I was like, is there an aloof uh, floating uh, around the now? Because there's Delano DeShields Jr. Okay. is now, like, in, yeah. in in the mix here. So, like, we could be, you know, there could be a Moises Alou Jr. that we don't even it's know. It's coming exists. at some point, right? You, <laughs> you gotta imagine. Yeah, I mean, That's, that... like, the most prolific... Uh, prolific family in terms of but yeah the boons i do love the trivia question about what brothers have combined for the most home runs major league baseball history oh it's great because one guy had like three yeah right (laughs) yeah it's exactly right is it garrick no it's the aarons oh the aarons right hank Hank aaron 755 and his brother tommy had 14 or something (laughs) (laughs) most prolific brother combo it's the best like if if wayne gretzky had a brother yeah he might have there might have been a second gretzky it has got a daughter. Yeah, she married a golfer, right? Are they married? I don't know. Yeah, but you root for that guy just so she's there on Sunday? Yes. Because she doesn't disappoint the camera. No, she's pretty. Uh, she I mean, his pretty. wife is a good-looking woman, so. You would, you would hope that the most skilled athlete in the history of sports has does, a okay, hot, does hot okay daughter. for himself. You would hope. Because if he doesn't have pull, then <laughs> what the hell are the rest of us doing? Um all right, so this is uh, – I, I went in that direction. I think it's obviously appropriate to, to get to the the last of the, you know, final four questions or final four topics and such. So okay. uh, did you see this before the uh, before the final? Who was the antidote to Sister Jean from the University of Michigan? Did this come across your radar oh, at all? God. I think it did. I think it did. The headline just cracked me up. Because as if we don't have a more misogynist world as it is, the the headline was "Step aside, Sister Jean," because this guy, meet this guy, or like look out, Sister Jean. Oh, I was just man, like, I'm trying to... like, why does she have to look at? She's ninety something years old, and she picked against him in the Sweet Sixteen. That though. that's the crazy thing. But I mean, yeah, I, she's a I, at this point, I'm rooting for Sister Jean. I'm, I'm definitely rooting for her team. There's no question. I think I did see this. Is it a well, you is were, it a former you were Michigan, rooting for them? Is it a former okay. Michigan basketball player? He was a I don't know about a basketball player, but he was a Loyola graduate that went to Michigan. That then like moved to Michigan and is at the university. So it's Father Ben. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't have gotten yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. That's so, good, so, so I, Father I Ben, they found this like eighty year old priest who went to Loyola, but now has been in Michigan forever, and he hasn't seen them win. And he's, you know. So now Father Ben? Yeah, so the, the headline oh, yeah, was literally. The, the Fab Five never won. No, they did win, didn't they? No, no, no they, they didn't. lost back to back. I know they lost to Duke. But the Glenn Rice Michigan team beat Seton Hall in the finals. Okay. Like a trillion years ago. But that was, I don't know. I mean, Loyola's never done anything, and Michigan's Michigan. So it's hard. But how do you tell a 90-something-year-old nun to move over for Father Ben? Well, this is great. I heard somebody say that, you know, in order to become a saint in you know, Catholicism. Sure, got to have miracles. Right. Yeah. You have to, you have to yeah, perform like John, the miracle. We asked the John Paul the second assassination question last year, or last week, uh, about who, you know, who did Mehmet, uh, what's his name, uh, try to assassinate? Abdul and, Abdul. 
Right. Well, is that the, the, his name? Very close. But the point is, the guy, uh, it didn't work, and that was one of the reasons why he was cantonized because he survived the assassination attempt. So that was one of the miracles. One of the miracles. Yeah. So here, here's the question: If Lola wins at all, his sister Jane got a shot. Sure. Why not? Why not? Right. <laughs> Take her right. Let's bring her I right. Know. I don't know. Right to the Vatican. I don't know what she Let's did. Let's get her like, saying all about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. If Lola wins, I mean, come on, think about it. What's, gonna, what are the, what's oh, the criteria what are the, at this what's point? What's the criteria for a miracle in that's, today's that's, day and age? That's a miracle to me. You know what I mean? Because that kind of confirms everybody's prayers to God for their bets. You know, please, God. Please. You know. Yeah, and you're getting five points. We're five and a half right now. I was opened at six and a half. Sister Jean was getting. I don't know. Went down to five. Might be five and a half now. Sister Jean. What pitcher what holds that. the record for most postseason wins? Career. What pitcher holds the record for most postseason wins? Career. Andy Pettit? You got it. No way. Hey, you're on fire, man. 15 oh. wins in the postseason. It's like, who has been like good with season. the freaking Yankees forever? <laughs> just, yeah, just got one Winning a lot of games. every single time. He's like, game start game one, game four, game seven, every single time. Really an amazing pitcher because he didn't have like this kind of a, a, stuff that was electric, he but junk. he just... He had just, great junk. He had Tom Glavin-style yeah, junk. and he had great presence. Yeah, he, he did. just looked... Yep, Looked he did. Apart. He did. Looked like a Yankee. And he, he, you know what his gift was? His ability to paint the corners was second to none. There was maybe no left-hander that could paint the corners. Well, like Glavin is the guy you would yeah, think of, right? Yeah, like those two yeah. right? just in a duel. But but Pettit got the best of Glavin. So, I mean, sure did. when they went head-to-head, it was uh, it was it was Pettit. So. No, Glavin probably uh, what, accomplished more wins in his career, but if you had— had one guy's career, I would take Andy Pettit. All right, so this is what I'm dying to know if you know. So Rocky Balboa was based on a real dude that went 15 rounds with Muhammad Ali. You know what his name is? Uh, First or last? Yeah, it's just, this is one that I've I've heard this probably a hundred times, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it up and as soon as you say it. But it's oh, crazy that this guy's not known more. Like, how do we have Rocky? Is That's what Bill Burr brings back. Like, you had Joe... Frazier. Frazier. Greatest fighter ever. ever. But because he's black. <laughs> you guys have a statue of a uh, five-foot-eight fictional Italian. <laughs> Who's from New York? It's from Hell's Kitchen. Unbelievable. Um, What is that guy's name? Is is his first name like John or Joe? Yeah, it's it's an all-American name, but it's not John or Joe. Uh, give me his first name see if I can get his last Chuck. name. Chuck. Okay. Chuck. Wetner. Chuck Wetner. Nice. Yeah, I needed the first name, though, to get there. Yeah, it's okay. That's a hard one, but it's uh, that's the original Rocky Balboa, the real Rocky Balboa. You don't hear anything about him. So, uh, one more than geography history? Yeah, so uh, I love when a guy has, like, made it in two businesses that are completely unrelated. And I know we're in sports, and I'll get there in a second, but uh, the same guy... All right, he created Blockbuster and Waste Management. He also owned the Dolphins, the yep. Panthers, and the Marlins. And that's Wayne why I bring up. Heisinger. Yeah? Yeah, H. Wayne Heisinger. Yeah, he's dead. Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. That's why he's in that's why he's, he's 80. That's why he's in the podcast, so expect. Well, just tells you, you, you can make all that money, but Father Time doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah, can't keep know, him till 95. Well, right, when you see a guy that's done that much and doesn't make it past 80... You know, well, like, it also tells you he was probably exhausted. Like when you Does do that, Mark much. Cuban's gonna make it to like 120. 
it'll be like uh, Futurama. You'll have the head of Mark Cuban floating in a. I know he does something bizarre with his blood or oh, something. God. I've heard him out where he gets his like blood tested every month or, or something or other, and he's like, "That's where the future of medicine is is in these like really deep blood deep tests blood testing, yeah, to see what's, what's coming." Yeah, yeah. I don't th- I don't doubt that for a second. I just had. Uh... My first adult set of tests and another set scheduled. The uh, unco- I want to put my hands <laughs> over my ears. <laughs> getting old, folks. Getting old. All right. Let's uh, move on to some geography history here. Uh, what country's official religion is included in the name of its capital city? I just need that again. What country's official religion? Islamabad. Islamabad, Pakistan is right. If you wondered That's what great. religion they were, it is a great name for your Pakistan. Capital. Yes, yeah. it's Islamabad. Right. So our capital would be like, like Christian. Yeah, Christ. Cri- well, Christiansburg. <laughs> Christiansburg. Yeah, that would be the well, capital. But there are there's probably plenty of Christiansburgs. <laughs> oh yeah, there there is. I've <laughs> we don't, been through many of them. Yeah, we're not short on uh, on crosses going down eighty one. Well, do we mention like in eighty one when you pass into Tennessee? The, on top of a hill. The giant Confederate <laughs> just flag. Just a giant Confederate flag. The biggest flag, flag I've ever seen in my entire like, life. Just in case you, you want forgot. to know <laughs> yeah, we're if there's still... some people that are still yes. thinking about it. We're thinking about we're it. We're thinking about it. <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. That, that really is the most intimidating thing I've ever seen in yes, my life. Yes, it is. It really yes, is. It is. Like, I would be driving the other direction. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, the 14 giant crosses alongside 81 as you make your way south. But then the on top of the hill, the giant Confederate flag. It's not small, folks. It's like, this is not a courthouse. So we can fly this thing oh, right no, here. This is my land. Yeah. <laughs> my and my, my land. daddy and my granddaddy <laughs> gave me this land. So hey, you say, what about gun control? <laughs> <laughs> It got real, folks. All right. Uh, what do you got for me? And then I'll throw one back at you before we move on to entertainment to call it a show. All right. Where do I want to go with this one here? All right. Uh, what? Who's the uh, mobster that founded the group known as uh, Murder, Inc.? Al Capone? No. Uh... It's funny because this guy, he was like the original mobster. But for some reason, John Dillinger, because of I think Al Capone's like violence, he got more uh, publicity than this guy. He was deported to Italy in 1946. Nope, don't know. Lucky Luciano. Oh yeah, 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 okay. I know the name, but I didn't really know the history of Lucky Luciano. Yeah, what is the, did Ralph Macchio play him in a? Oh my god, in a movie. What a what an insult. <laughs> <laughs> you told me like James Woods playing Lucky Luciano. That sounds right to me. Maybe it, maybe it is right. I don't maybe know. it Learned is about right. Ralph Macchio. I'll have to do my homework on that. Hey, come Lucky, back to you with it. The Karate the, the, Kid is doing you. I want to say Christian Slater might have played him. My third bad impression. Of maybe one that's episode, what it was. Christian though. Slater played him. Maybe. Maybe that's All what I'm right. thinking. I still don't buy it. it. Just Christian Slater, the only guy he should ever be allowed to play is Jack Nicholson. Christian Slater, in my opinion, is the most underrated actor of a generation. He's in my favorite movie growing up as a kid, which is why I'm probably sitting in front of this microphone. Pump up right the now. volume. Pump up the volume. Yeah, I love pump up the volume. To me, that is that one of the most me. underrated timepieces of American angst. Gets no credit. No one looks back at it, but it had like a real message there. Yeah, but Christian Slater should have been one of the all timers. I mean, he should have been Johnny Depp, but I don't know what happened. 
He did that that horrible show. Uh, I didn't even watch it, but the, the premise True was so romance bad. Romance was fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's that's my favorite of his. Oh my god, he what was, was that show? Was he on a show where he played like a twin or something? You know, they could bring that. They could bring that back. Most of the characters at the end of that Tarantino film lived. Believe it or not, you know how most of them all die. Yeah, they lived. Remember, they le- left that hotel limping out. Mm-hmm. With wounds or whatever, Michael Rappaport ran out. He he's out there. Yeah, I mean, Quentin Quentin does sequels. He did uh, Kill Bill. Sure, I mean, but it, that would I think be something he could really sink his teeth into. What happened to these people thirty years? Well, after? Did you hear what he's doing? The new project? No, but I can't wait. I just love everything he does. Oh, it's gonna be. Uh, if I think I have it right, I want to say he's doing Manson, the Manson family. Oh wow! Well, that's and I'm pretty sure he's got Leo. Yeah, you would think. So, yeah. That's, that's I think Im- that's the new... I remember seeing it and being like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Now, it's especially now I want to think. Dead. I, I want to say it's like the Manson family, though, before the murders. Sure. You could do something fantastic. In that in that realm? Yeah, why am I drawing a blank? I mean, I read a whole thing about it. That, that was a while ago. And... Yep, yep. All right, where are we at? You want something in uh, geography history here? That's the idea. So, you know, uh, the Japanese attacked... The day after Pearl Harbor, yeah, uh, Pacific Island chain. What group of Pacific Islands did the Japanese Indonesia, attack? the Philippines? Ah, oh, close. Yeah, nobody really talks about that. No, but they were kind of attacking everybody. At that <laughs> so point just, in time. just happened to be. They were just like, all right, we're. You think you would have taken a day off after that big hit, though? I mean, nah. probably the. It was all coordinated. One of those famous events in history, and they got right back at it. Yeah, they don't seem to slow down. Um. Do you have – this is sort of where – this is my bridge. Entertainment goes okay. to geography history so we can lead into the last round. Burkittsville, Maryland gained notoriety in 1999 after the release of which film? Just talking about Burkittsville, Maryland this week uh, to somebody. Why? For this reason? Yeah. Well, no, because we were uh, doing some hiking. Oh, okay. And this movie came up. <laughs> uh, the Blair Witch Project. Yes. yes. Burkittsville, Maryland. And it's just as creepy as I've it been there. seems. Me too. Been to Burkittsville. I've been all over that state. That state is. That all- movie, you know, they really. It, hopefully you saw it before you knew anything about it. Because I, I remember going and seeing that, like, right away. And I'm not a horror movie fan. I don't I even young. know how I ended up. No, I want to say we were in college when I that saw it in up. Maryland. I know that. And uh, man, I I was completely fooled because they had all those actors were were never before Novices, seen. Yeah, right. they were you know, and uh, yeah, it was, no, it felt real. It felt real. yeah, yeah. There's, there's... I, I know that. Then it turns out you know they were actors and all, and they yeah. were still nonetheless. It's... I heard a guy interviewed that did that movie, and uh, he made five hundred dollars a week. Yeah, that sounds. It about took right. him two weeks to shoot it, so he sure. made a thousand bucks, and he got one percent of the back end. Right? 1% must have been an insane amount of money, though. So he was so broke, he tried to sell his 1%. Oh, my God. For 500 bucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they wouldn't give him. The 500 So he could suck with the 1%. And now he lives I mean, off he tried that. To, he tried to sell it for 500 bucks. And now he lives off that. Yeah. But, like, sometimes, you it's know, like it's John, better to be lucky than smart it's sometimes. like John Fogarty, who was, like, oh. <laughs> like, loaning out his songs for his band. Like, oh. can, I get, can I just get 500 bucks for... Well, we have the ultimate story of that, the uh, the Animal House debacle. Oh, God. Uh, Donald Sutherland. 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 <laughs> yeah, like, you could either have, like, what was it? It was an insane amount. 40000 bucks or 
would like have been like five percent. Yeah, it would have been. But it was millions, hundred million dollars at this point. Estimated. Oh, and, and Hogan, of course, turning down the grill. Oh yeah, well, because he didn't want to hurt his brand. So George Foreman, George Foreman got the grill. A <laughs> hundred million dollars. And Hogan's getting videoed. Oh my god! By Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't know if this came across your radar, but uh, do you know what comedian was the subject of a uh, two-part special produced by Judd Apatow debut on HBO? Yeah, yeah, just heard about this. I heard it's great. Gary Shandling. You got it. Who was Have my, you seen it? Seen the first half. Okay. Um, it was two it hours. Yeah, it's four-hour thing, so okay. it's not like a... Um, that sounds like something I have to wait till next winter. My buddy gets in there, uh, Alan Zweibel, who was one of oh, the yeah. original writers on uh, It's Gary Shandling Show. Yep. Um, and I got to tell you, growing up, so remember we were talking the other day about that, uh, uh, movie, whistled, that TV show, Key West? The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost halfway done. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary Show? So it was the first show ever to break the fourth wall. Right? Was it the first ever? Well, in a sitcom. So like Carol Burnett used to break right, the fourth take, wall. Uh, the ear tug. Right, or but it was that wasn't like a sketch comedy thing, so it was sort of implied. Gotcha. This is trying to be real life. But you know who was one of Gary's first girlfriends on the show? Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly. All right. You hit it right on the head. And now I, I watched that in the documentary, and I was like, that's where I first saw her. That's the first spot I saw her where I was like, who is that? And she had this really weird wow, voice. She's been, a, she's been around for a long time. Oh, yeah. Man, but she is... was a Fox. And that show that I talked about the other day, Key West, she was on Fox. So it's like these networks find these yeah. these. I noticed HBO doing that now. Huge. The Absolutely. Wire has. Westworld. Uh, who's the guy in um, Game of Thrones who he, he I don't want to give anything away, but um, yeah, uh, the guy gives my favorite finger. speech. Yeah, little finger, little finger. He's sure. in the wire. Yeah, absolutely. Still, tr- he plays the mayor, mayoral candidate in the wire. The craziest thing about the wire is like the the people who I respect their opinion most on TV shows keep telling me that this is the greatest show it's ever. Great show. It's the greatest show ever. About like, what are your favorite shows? So they're like Breaking Bad, Sopranos, like all yeah, my favorite all shows, and the wire. Right. And, and like, I am on like my fourth attempt. To, to battle through. through this wire. So I'm uh, episode four, five, season three. I don't care at all about any of it. So you're already past the good part. <laughs> season three? Yeah, man. Like the, it's not know. getting season, better? Season two was my favorite. So season yeah. one and season two. Season two I didn't even watch. They, they told me to skip it. On the docks? No, nah, I like the docks. Docks were, that was one of my favorite seasons. I couldn't get, I couldn't get through season two, so somebody's like, Season two has nothing season to do with the rest good. of the series. Yeah, season three. Jump into season three. It's true, because now it all the political great. stuff happens. That's oh, true. I don't know why. I just don't care. But all right. I, I feel yeah, like you I don't like McNulty. I'm happy every time the episode ends because it's like one less wire episode that I got to watch. But I feel like I have to just get through. Just this have show. to get through it. That's yeah. That's that's like the English patient with Elaine. Yeah. Like everybody kept telling her how great yeah. the English same, patient is. Same thing. She hates it. And then she's like, no, I haven't seen it, even though she saw it and hated it. So he's like, we're going right now. So she had to end up watching it again because she couldn't just comp to uh, – she ended up quitting her job because of the English patient. So that's a good trivia question is what, what movie, movie made Elaine quit her job at Peterman Catalog? Do you know that story, the J. Peterman Catalog story? What story? Related so to there, like, there used to be a J. Peterman catalog. It oh, that existed. was real. It okay. was totally real, totally real guy, right? Mm-hmm. 
went out of business, bankruptcy, whatever, Seinfeld brought it back as a joke. The real Jay Peterman reached out to John O'Hurley, who played Jay Peterman. Yeah, that I knew. And they bought back the rights to the Jay Peterman catalog and launched it. Now it's a multi-million dollar business. Really? Yes. So you can get the Jay Peter Peterman catalog. And Seinfeld gets no piece of that? <laughs> nope. Because they were taking it from a real right. guy's name to begin with. Wow. So, but uh, John O'Hurley has a piece I saw the Nazi went out of business. Oh, that's too bad. The guy who was, you know, the they modeled the soup Nazi after. Yeah, yeah. He packed up shop and <laughs> is, is going down to Florida. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just I saw that somewhere a couple years ago. Uh, that's too bad. Sorry, soup Nazi. No soup for you. No soup for you. All right, what do you got? Uh, what nineteen seventy nine album was the best selling British album of the nineteen eighties? What nineteen seventy nine album was the best selling British album of the nineteen eighties? Is it a Queen album? Nope. British. 79. The Who? Nope. Not getting it. Uh, got a hint? Something? Yeah. Um, let's see. Solo actor. <clears throat> no, it's a, it's a band. It's a band. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good clue. I mean... I feel like uh, this... I mean, Rolling Stones probably still we're still pumping stuff out, so I'll go. Stones. Well, this is not even the best-selling album for this band, I don't think. Genesis I, I could be wrong. Um, the uh, no Pink Floyd. Oh, really? Isn't that surprising? That is very surprising. By eighty-one, I would have thought seventy-nine they're... album best-selling of so the eighties of the of the eighties. Right, the decade. Which album? The Wall. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. That should have been a guess. The walls it's tough. Are... Nah, I, I I didn't think they were that mainstream in all honesty. Like I know Pink Floyd fans love Pink Floyd, but they've done very well on the charts. Pink Floyd actually like that um Sounds like it obviously. Dark Side I'm, of the Moon I'm holds mistaken. the record for the most weeks on the charts. It spent sure. like 10 years on the charts or something like that and you know, so yeah. Pink Floyd does sell well. Absolutely. All right. Let's see what we got here. Um, you want to tell me the two women that have won Oscars for portraying country music singers? Ten points each. Okay. Oh, best actress. Best actress Oscars. I know them. So Reese Witherspoon. You got it. You got ten points. And uh, Arquette. Patricia Arquette. No. Um was her name, but I know I could picture her in my freaking head. You got the movie for the coal miner's yes. daughter. Yes, yeah, it was the movie, but I can't remember her name. I thought it was Patricia Arquette. She played Loretta Lynn in right. Coal Miner's Daughter. Right, right, right. But who was it? Sissy, Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Damn it! Yes, <laughs> if you see a picture of Sissy Spacek and Patricia Arquette. You will be vindicated with the answer that I just gave. I just I called up the wrong one in my head. Sissy Spacek, absolutely. Damn, Wasn't Sissy Spacek Carrie? Was she Carrie in the Stephen King? I don't know. Maybe. I that think seem, she was. That seems right. That seems right. So, God damn, Sissy Spacek. She All was right. not the daughter of um, Archie Bunker, though. No. That's that's Sally Struthers. Right. <laughs> and Rob so that's Reiner. not the same person. Spinal Tap. Yeah, Rob, Rob, <laughs> Rob Reiner got his start as an actor on... Played Meathead. Played Meathead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, Meathead. 
<laughs> that show is so unbelievably racist. Yeah, he was it's... Polish, right, Meathead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just I been... haven't seen an episode of that show in 25 years, probably. That's my grandfather's favorite show. Yeah, I bet. It's everybody's grandfather's favorite show. Those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be like, you know, man this like is the Herbert clan. Hoover. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is going to be uh, the last one that I give you, and uh, and we'll call it a a day for episode 52, the one-year right. anniversary. In the Shawshank Redemption, which bombshells poster does Warden rip to reveal a secret behind the escape of Andy Dufresne's? Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Right, Dufresne. It's spelled Dufresne. Dufresne. Uh, can you give it? To me, one more time. In the Shawshank Redemption, which bombshells poster does the warden rip off to reveal the secret behind the escape of Andy Dufresne? Now, Did, do you remember I, I, the name of the of the Mexican town that they escaped to? Oh wow! Because that was the other one I was yes. like, which one do I want to get right. to? Because right. remember the name, right? Try to do them both. I'll try to do them both. The thing with the the bombshell is, I think there's more than one poster. Right, but there's only one time the warden rips it the poster away. That poster evolves. So it's that's multiple weird. different people. All right, so th- I got to know the one that he ripped away. Right. The la- the last one. The last one. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what makes it a good question because some people. Well, if there was just one poster, it'd still be a good question. But there's more than one poster. Yep, I'm just I can't necessarily draw up the. Uh, I don't think it's the most famous one because I think that was earlier, right? The Raquel Welsh one was earlier. So, is it Rita Hayworth? Nope, it was Raquel Welsh. Raquel Welsh. Damn, Rita Hayworth was, was earlier. earlier. What say you, Miss Fuzzy Britches? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's interesting. You want to hear some guys that turned down that role that Tim Robbins took? Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, Kevin Costner. Okay. I love the the character the way it is. I'm glad. Oh, he was fantastic. That's easily his best. uh... Really? You like that better than uh, that Jack Black movie? Or no, the, um, the John Cusack movie? Oh, man. You love this movie. No, you're or thinking you... of the Kevin Costner movie. No, Bull no, Durham. no. No, I'm thinking of the John Cusack movie where... Oh, Gross Point? No, no. He goes back to his ex-girlfriends to find out like why they didn't like him or, or something like oh, that. Oh, you're thinking of High Fidelity. High Fidelity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a character yeah. in High Fidelity. He's okay, but I, didn't, I, li- I like him. He's like, he's like a hippy-dippy... I'm thinking it's not even close. That's his best uh, by like no, I mean, no yeah, there's no even well nuke lelouch is a hell of a character i mean let's not actually yeah i mean him. and he did win an oscar for uh mystic river yeah so, uh, i just selling him short i just think of him as either dufresne or the character from i'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this all back full circle started with soccer ending with soccer so here's what's crazy tim robbins is married to who uh susan sarandon susan sarandon and tim robbins have a daughter I I I'm aware of her. She's an actress. Uh, she she calls herself an actress. She's she... married to Kyle Martino. Right. Kyle Martino just ran for United States Soccer Federation president and is the talking head on NBC Sports for soccer. He was a okay. major league soccer player for the New England. How did Revolution, he do in the uh, election? Uh, he lost. <laughs> right. But any any like th- third place, but no. Okay. I mean, you know, he, he so raised he his profile. Solo. Did he beat Hope Solo? He did beat Hope Solo. That's the... He beat Hope Solo. There you go. 
But uh, he he's, he and uh, Eric Winalda were, were neck and neck. Okay. Those were the two former players that were. And wasn't there a woman that was? Yeah, Kathy. Uh, What's her name? I don't know. But, uh, but yes, she came in second. The woman she, came in second. She, yes, that's that's correct. So uh, there's full circle for you. All right, man. And when he posts stuff on Instagram, like you know, Christmas dinner, it's Robbins and Susan Sarandon like holding babies and stuff. Yeah, I know his uh, her daughter from Californication. Yep, yep. yep. She that's dated. The thing uh, she's in. Hank. All right, so that does it for episode fifty-two of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. We did it, man. We did, did it. One, one year. year. Are we doing? Are we taking still do a this? week off? We, <laughs> we're actually not. Uh, not not technically. We'll, we'll be back for episode fifty-three. A very nondescript. Let's go Mets. <laughs> yes. Let's go Mets. Indeed. All right. That's it for us. Uh, we'll see you soon. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Did you know that Troy Aikman in only six years has passed for 16,303 yards? Do you know bees and dogs can smell fear? Did you know the career record for most hits is 4,256 by Pete Rose, who is not in the Hall of Fame? Do you know that my next door neighbor has three rabbits? I can't compete with that. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Learn about Cuba, how it's included. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. I've been thinking about this, Mr. Hand. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? What is this? It's our fantasy baseball draft. Your fantasy what? It's our draft. Fantasy baseball. I told you all about this. Got Matsui. Name's Francis Sawyer. Everybody calls me Psycho. Any of you guys call me Francis, and I'll kill you. And I don't like nobody touching my stuff. Just keeping these hooks off. If I catch any of you guys in my stuff, also, I don't like nobody touching me. Any of you homos touch me, and I'll kill you. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> You're my boy, bro!